What's up, Redemption? How you doing? John Hendricks here, as always, for a brand new episode of the Threshing Floor Podcast. This week, we've got episode number 56, and it's here. It's time. I can share with you the big news for the future of the podcast that I've been hinting about. So that's included in here. Beyond that, there isn't an outline. We kind of just ramble on, but jump in here and see what we got cooking. Thanks for listening. All right, guys, welcome into episode number 56 of the Threshing Floor Podcast. Number 56, the Lawrence Taylor episode. And I come to you with this podcast with a a bit of a heavy heart because when you start something, you always want to see that thing grow. And I have seen the podcast grow from just an idea that I had, a wild hair, ordered some equipment. Here we are. Episode 56, a year and a half or a little more later. And guys, I I just, I don't think I can do it anymore. I think I have to stop being the host of The Threshing Floor. Um, If you all recall all of the work stress that I was under recently um, at the end of last year and beginning of this year, trying to schedule things. And the fact that I also enjoy going to redemption tournaments and just, it's a lot to schedule and maintain a podcast. And this thing has grown bigger than me now, and I don't think I can do it justice as the host anymore. So with that, I am stepping down as the host. I will no longer be the host of the Threshing Floor podcast, but I will be the co-host. How about that? All right, co-host. And who should we get to come on the podcast and be a co-host? Out of everyone in the community, who could it be? I don't know. Is there anyone out there? Hello? Darkness, my old friend. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. There he is. You feel better? Uh, um... My friend of misery. How are you? I'm good. You feel better getting all that off your chest at the beginning? I, I feel better getting it all off my chest, so... We have brought back Mr. Brad, who you guys will remember from some early episodes. It's been a while since we uh, had Brad on. I believe it was right after Nationals last year. And so it's been over six months. Um, Also, you know, guys, that I turned a closet at my house into where I'm actually recording podcasts now. And that's great for me. I love it. I love having a place to come and play Redemption games when I'm playing uh, in the Lackey games. If I'm doing the um, Zoom Discord games, having a place. I love my little closet. But the problem with that is, bro, this is a small closet. I'm a big dude. Ain't no way me and Brad both fitting in here or me and anyone else. So if me and you both, if, if me and you both fit in that closet, people would start assuming. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and our faith don't believe in all that, you know. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna stay out of the closet, but anyway, uh, it it takes away the ability to have Brad on here in person. So um, we've got him a little set up, and it's a work in progress. But he has a setup now, and hopefully, as he's able to join, he can join the podcast. 
hopefully uh, it can be more of a consistent thing, I hope, fingers crossed, and we get the sound figured out. Um, and as our schedules align and whatnot, now you did end up saying when we were uh, doing a little test recording that there will be no more guests on the podcast. That's not happening. <laughs> there will still be guests. It's just, you know, it it takes a lot for you to constantly schedule people and not just not just be able to talk about the game of redemption, but have to have someone on or feel like I have to have someone on. So I've got to make a schedule work with someone. I've got to make sure the audio works out at least well enough that it's decent quality and the editing of all of that. Um, if the audio is not great, but then if I just want to talk about a subject, I feel like I have to get someone else to come on that is at least knowledgeable in that subject. I can't just have random episodes where we talk about, I don't know. Let's talk about the top consistency cards in the game right now as a topic. I can't have that podcast episode without going out and trying to find someone that I think can speak knowledgeably about that versus some of those early episodes where you and I, Brad, would just toss the the subject back back and forth and, you know, cut up a little bit. So I've missed that. And hopefully the listeners have missed that because they're about to get a lot more of it. What you're really trying to say is, I'm not an expert, so it's a lot easier to just kind of well, talk about these things. Well, <laughs> hey, if the shoe fits, just go ahead and wear it. I'm I'm okay at a lot of things, just not very good at much. <laughs> well, you also have to play Redemption to be good at it. That's true. I don't know if y'all got my announcement, but you know, I retired six months ago, so I'm pulling a Tom Brady. Coming out of retirement. Oh, you're coming back for one last hoorah. <laughs> well, Tom Brady, but a lot younger. So who knows how long this will last. <laughs> Tom Brady retired after winning several Super Bowls. You haven't even been to a Nationals yet, so it's not quite the same. It's more like if Mark Sanchez retired <laughs> and came back. You are the Mark Sanchez of redemption players. I, I have fumbled a few games, so... Butt fumbled. Butt fumbled. Say it right. It's a butt fumble. <laughs> a butt fumble <laughs> playing Jeremy <laughs> and not being able to play Dude. a single card, I think. <laughs> I, I fumble playing Jeremy all of the time. <laughs> I tell myself I'm not going to nationals until I can beat Jeremy. That's well, my standard. I hope you can figure it out because uh, you need to go. It's in Knoxville, dude. Come on. You know I'm going. Just get in the car with me and we'll go. <laughs> You can leave all of your responsibilities behind for three days. I, th- I think you can. I think you can make it happen listen, if you want. I just to. won't tell my wife until like the day before. And I'll be like, "Listen, honey, I'll be gone for the next four days. Maybe it'll work out. Maybe it won't." I mean, you might be gone for more than four days because I don't know if it it would be a safe environment for you to return home to. I mean, four days is enough for her to cool off, right? Like by the time I get home, she'll be <laughs> like, "Hey, I just missed you." <laughs> Maybe uh, it might have to be longer than that, but anyway, so it's been a while you've been away from the game. Um, and we can kind of, if you want to go down a, a, a bit of the changes that have happened since you've been here, just to try to catch you up to speed, we can do that. I will also say guys that this episode is being recorded. We're going to try to keep this short. I'm thinking like 30, 40 minutes max as a recording because we don't have a main topic that we're talking about i just wanted to 
come and share the surprise that, hey, Brad's back. <laughs> Brad is back, back again. I'm back. Uh, go and tell a friend and let you know that he is going to be on the podcast more often now, hopefully. Um, we get that sound quality set up to where there's not a drop off. It's almost like he was recording here with me with all of my equipment. You know, we've got a baseline. The baseline is are you is your is your sound quality better than Jay Chambers in that first episode? Because <laughs> I love Jay to death, but that was that was about to be the death of the podcast on the first episode. So as long as we're on the north side of that, I think we're doing good and, and we'll just keep trying to improve the, the quality and whatnot. So bear with us as we do that. Jay, Jay, you're officially one of the standards here. Yes, Jay, you are a standard. <laughs> Dude, you're you're just coming back into it. So you might not know, but Jay is on a nasty tear right now. Mm-hmm. Jay might be the hottest player in the game right now. Actually, I think he is. I think it's confident. I'm confident in saying that he is the hottest player in the game. Did he finally get Flood to work? Dude, yes. Flood with soul high defense is... It's a beast. Is this the move? Is, is are you joking with me? Is 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 this real? Flood? No, this is real. This is absolutely one hundred percent real. Jay playing Sadducees, hiding souls. Hmm. It is. It is absolutely real. And I'm talking about like he he is running through people. He just won the Midwest Regional that he hosted. He won the Type One event at Mister Classic. He even started a. Hmm random uh, little side tournament on his own of, hey, play Jay. If you beat me, you'll end my streak, and I'll send you a Prophecies of Christ pack or whatever. And I think he's 10-0 in that thing. Wow. Yeah. And he's not not all of his games are being played with Flood, but that is the majority of them, and that deck is probably the early front runner for what should win Nationals. Now, Nationals is not usually won by what should win Nationals. There's usually, you know, tacking against that deck and then something else wins. But Jay is on fire right now. So I will give him his flowers. Send the man some flowers. Well deserved. It is. It's deserved. I don't know how well deserved. but <laughs> Well done. How about that? The one time that I played that deck in the... Was it the Lackey Grand Prix, I believe it was? He he just, psh, I don't know what, what we, we got paired up. Maybe it was the Zoom Discord. Maybe that's what it was. And he just ran right through me, like the soul hide, and then you create a token, and then boom, I'll underdeck the tokens because they count as meek souls, and just the manipulation is, is crazy. But, okay, I've said a lot, I've said a lot, to this point for us to not have said much, but the podcast is in great hands. The podcast now bringing on <laughs> well Brad said. again for some, huh? So well said the podcast bringing on uh Brad, some, some new life here, you know, a brand new player to the game of redemption. Cause he's been going so long. He's forgotten everything he knew. That's true. But you know, hopefully this is going to be exciting. We can cover some more, um, some more topics that are interesting that doesn't make me feel like I'm having to go out of my way to schedule. And, you know, kind of like one of the episodes that I think back to is early on, we talked about the new starter decks, what we would like to see in new starter decks. And that was before they were even announced. And then they ended up getting announced, but we just took that and that topic and ran with it and talked about it after Jaden had posted it on 
the boards, you know, long live the boards, <laughs> even though they're, uh, they're slowly dying. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot about the boards. <laughs> Everyone forgot about the boards, <laughs> but it's just, it's exciting to have the freedom to, if we, I just want to bring up a, a topic and not have to go out of my way to schedule a guest. And that's exciting news for the podcast. Hopefully, hopefully that yields a little bit more consistent uh, output from the podcast to where maybe I don't have something great to talk about and I feel the pressure to come up with something great. Maybe I don't have to do that. Maybe we just, hey, let's talk about something and we can give you the recent news and go over that and then talk about something that I don't feel like I have to do a lot of preparation on, which will allow with my busy schedule when it does get busy. So hopefully that's good. Also, we are over one year now since the podcast was sponsored by Mr. John Early and Covenant Games. So we are actually at the point to where it's it's time to to come together and, and talk about the future of the podcast as far as the sponsorship. And I would like to say that the future of the podcast is still good. It's in good hands. And we are going to renew our sponsorship with Covenant Games. That has not been made official yet, um, but that's just because I'm dragging my feet on um, picking a service. I want to upgrade some of the services that we use to create and produce the podcast. And I haven't made a decision on those, but me and John early do have an understanding that whenever I do make the decision on that, um, we can talk at that point. But Covenant Games will be the the sole sponsor for the podcast for the foreseeable future, and that will get redone once I quit dragging my feet and make a decision on that. You know, maybe I'll I'll get your opinion now since you're Mister Co-host or whatever you want to uh, call yourself. You know, if you want to be the Robin to my Batman, if you want to be Luigi to my Mario, I mean, because I can play the role of a short and fat guy, I, I can play that really well. You know, I don't know about plumbing, but I can figure it out. <laughs> I'll take Luigi. So whatever you want to be, you want to be the B to my A or whatever. Um, <laughs> or I'll be the B to your A if you want to. You want to take the lead some weeks. But anyway, podcast, great hands, working on re-upping our sponsorship with Covenant Games. And I feel like I didn't do a great job of shouting them out on every episode so we're going to make sure that we do a better job of that as we move forward with that. Because I definitely want to thank John because podcasting ain't cheap, homie. I'm still paying on the sound equipment that I got. It's still in the uh, intro period of interest-free, so still making payments on that. I should finish up paying that in the next couple months. And that'll be nice to get that, that cleared off. But that pays for the equipment that I'm recording on. It doesn't pay for the services that host the podcast, that pushes it out to all of the podcast directories. So you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Music, all of those different, or Apple Podcasts, not music, but all of those different platforms. Those are all done from the hosting service, Podbean, and then recording services to actually record remote guests and things. You have to pay for another service to do that, and that's the service that I'm working on trying to figure out what I'm going to use next. So long-winded way to just say the future of the podcast is uh, 
it's nice. It's exciting. This is the big news that I had been wanting to talk to people about that we were re-upping the sponsorship from Covenant Games. So John, making sure that the podcast can continue to go on with some of those uh, monthly fees for those services and having that covered through Covenant Games so that you guys can continue to enjoy the podcast because, like I said, it isn't cheap, and I wouldn't be able to pay for it all on my own because I'm sure that my wife would cut me off. She'd be like, no, the podcast doesn't make you money. It costs you money. Now we're done with this. So, <laughs> Time and money. You know, next time you get a chance, make sure you thank Mr. Early for uh, his generous sponsorship to make sure that the podcast can continue to be a platform for the community. Well, I know you weren't really looking for this, but if I could speak on behalf of the community, I would say thank you for doing what you're doing. <laughs> we do appreciate it. It's a, it's nice to uh, to have a something to just listen to as you're working or hanging out at the gym, going on those long, brisk walks and just thinking, you know, like us men do, listen to Redemption. So definitely appreciate it. Yeah. You remember when I uh, when I first told you about the podcast, the the biggest thing was I I told you that, and I've, I've told several people that I think about redemption more than I actually have the cards in hand to play it. And I think a lot of people are like that, especially if this is like your primary, um, you know, like side hobby, the thing that you do for relaxation, enjoyment, or whatever. If this is your primary thing. Uh, I think a lot of people are like that. They think about the game more than they're actually able to sit down with cards in hand and play deck build and that thing, uh, things of that nature. And I think having the podcast is just, it it makes sense for the community to have something like that so that you can share news, you can you know talk about topics, you can engage with the game in a weekly podcast platform more than you, like you can do that driving down the road. You can't drive down the road playing the cards. Yeah. So... It just keeps keeps redemption on people's mind, keeps the, the game fresh for people. And it's really cool when new players come in and then they're like, boom, there's this whole podcast and there's 55 episodes. And they don't realize that it took me almost two years to get 55 episodes in, <laughs> you know, like a year and three quarters or whatever. They don't know that. They're cool with that. <laughs> it's true. Hey, as your co-host, I do have to fact check you, though. What's that? I mean, if you're in a Tesla, you can most definitely play Redemption while driving. Uh, that That is true, I guess. <laughs> uh, but we're in Alabama, and uh, we we still like gasoline. It's true. <laughs> I hadn't seen or we a like single to burn charger, <laughs> electric charger. <laughs> Long live the rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, being that this is a spotlight episode, just to kind of give an update on the podcast, and we're not planning to go crazy long. I didn't work on too much as far as recent news, but I do have a few things to go over. But before we do that, um, do you want to you want to take a, a few minutes and just, I guess, reintroduce yourself to the community because we've gained a lot of new players since you were last on the podcast. And if people didn't go back and listen, you might be a complete stranger to someone. So you could just, you know, re-up your introduction to the community like you did on the first podcast episode. But then also just to give us kind of a a thought process or, or a, a bit of perspective about you returning to the game now after being out of it, kind of like just a blur in time. Tell us, like, what do you remember about the last time you were actively playing the game? I know it hasn't been crazy long, but I feel like a lot has changed in that short amount of time. Yeah, so um, if you don't know me, I'm Brad. 
started playing the game about 2019, just kind of off chance with a life <laughs> lifeway going out of business. We picked up a few packs. I was like, nah, let's give this game a shot. Angel Wars and all. So I was playing up until about October of last year. And um, so I was about s- seven months ago. And in October of last year, the reason why I stopped in the first place was because I had my third daughter, Leah. So she is uh, just over six months old now. And um, since that time, I have silenced or took o- took off my Discord notifications. Um, I haven't played a single game since then. We had a little play group going. It was just three of us, three or four of us. Actually, five at one time. Mainly about four of us. Yeah, you remember that day we had five. <laughs> yeah, I remember the day we had five. <laughs> Humble beginnings. But uh, John here had some GOC decks, like uh, some of the contender decks from your turn games that he had built, and we were playing through some of those. And that was the first time I'd ever like actually played GOC because I didn't go to Nationals or anything. And um, so that was cool. Got to play that. Got to play the new starter decks that came out. And I remember being like, man, this is this is really awesome. And then I heard some of the, the news about like one territory class. I remember you telling me about that because, again, I had everything silenced. Um, I've been super busy over the last six months, really just trying to catch my breath with everything. Having a third kid, it's just it, it's it's just pretty time consuming. And then um, also both my girls just started playing soccer. Uh, a couple months ago so that's the first sport they've ever played first sport that i've been having to go to which is awesome it's probably the most fun to watch i think um watching your kids play have you been an angry shouting dad uh no they play upward soccer which is like not the super competitive i mean like there's some good athletes out there but it's like it's very structured and very like everybody plays everybody rotates out and in and yeah, that type of thing. And see, so we we do basketball with Upward, and uh, they they do paint it pretty well, but uh, I still have some downward moments in those Upward games. So if you, it's okay. This this can be a free space if you if you ever have like an out outburst at one of your kids' games, and you need to come on the podcast and make it a therapy session and talk about turning into that dad. That's uh. You can't control your your frustration when the <laughs> the umpire or whatever referee makes a bad bad call or something. Well, the, the funny thing about that is, <laughs> the last couple of weeks they've been short on referees, so I've been refereeing my kids' games. So I've been getting I've been, I've been getting mad at myself actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, what a bad call! Before we recorded tonight, I was at Keegan's game. Uh, he started kid pitch this year, um, and we're getting ready to wrap up the season. Um, I think the only thing left is the end of season tournament now before all-stars and whatnot. And I don't think we got to worry about that the way this season's gone. (laughs) But when you get to the point to where you're a dad in sports and you're having to argue, (laughs) well, you're not having to argue. You're just choosing to argue with the umpire about balls and strikes for nine and 10 year olds. It will, it will quickly remind you that uh, you're not perfect and you never will be. (laughs) But sometimes that umpire needs to know, okay? He just needs to know. And you're in a respectful way, but he definitely needs to know. But anyway, carry on. I, I went down a wormhole. Go ahead. All you got to do is say, sir, bless your heart, and then go from there. But uh, anyways, so 
I have I heard about like the new territory class rule, which I was super stoked about. Um, I feel like it uh, allows for more types of decks, and it kind of slows the game down a little bit. If, if it, I remember not too long ago when going through twenty five cards in your deck was like just un, like that was the fastest deck. If you could get through twenty five cards on your first turn, like you were way ahead. And then like, I remember Jaden breaking the game. I remember like talking to you when Jaden broke the game with the widow thing. And also with the, um, what was the other combo that like pretty much went through the whole deck? Uh, I know that he was doing widow for a minute, but then uh, when GOC came out phase two, it had something uh, to do with lost souls being meek. And, uh, Oh, Oh, he would, you're talking about, when he uh, put it on the, the first. map, that you, how you use high places in the first yes. and all of that to get maximum value out of Miklos Souls. Yeah, and so th- there was a couple times, like just those two combos where he went through the entire deck, like, boom, first turn. I was like, man, the game has sped up, <laughs> you know, because not only did he do it, but other people could like kind of recreate and do their own thing and, and go through their entire deck on the first turn. And it, it got to the point for me, I was just like, man, this is when you just sit there and watch somebody play their entire deck and you, and if you don't have the right cards in your opening hand, like, and then half your deck is gone for whatever reason, you know, they're discarded cards. I was like, man, this is something's got to give. But so the one territory class really piqued my interest back uh, as far as being able to play with that, which I haven't actually played with that yet, but it sounds really good. It's a work in progress. We we've got games games going to be happening soon. We're gonna get Brad back up to speed, but baby steps. Baby steps, man. I, I I'm excited to play. Um, John actually sent me a list because I have you know I used to be all up in like, hey, what's the top decks? What's the meta? What you know? What goes well against what? And now I'm kind of like I haven't even played a single game with Phase Two of GOC, so I don't think. Unless there was some uh, phase two in the cards that we played in October. But um, so he sent me a deck and I was looking over and I was like, which you kind of know my style anyway. So a lot of those cards I was uh, very familiar with. But uh, I was like, man, I would, I would actually really like to play this deck and just see how it does and try to get back into it. Find out what those combos are that people are running. Uh, what would be a fun thing to do or maybe catch somebody off guard maybe bring back some of the old stuff that people aren't expecting. You know, if, if Jay's winning with flood, I mean, maybe I can win with like some of the, you know, the uh, Southeast defense or something like that from a few sets ago. Uh, maybe the prophecy of the Christ, you bring out the prophets, Elijah and all them and just, <laughs> you know, dude, I still haven't seen anybody run. I still haven't seen anybody run Transfiguration to grab that Elijah and Cloud of Witness Moses both choose the blocker and negate. So you could be the guy that does that. Not too hard. But yeah, I mean, um, it it feels like the game is in a really good place just from the limited I've been able to hear and know. But, uh, and like you said, maybe there's some new players it's coming on. Uh, I assume there's some new players on the Discord and all uh, that have been jumping in lately. I think we definitely got to get you to enable those notifications on Discord because there's some huge news that are uh, that's happening. 
and that we know is about to happen from some some previous uh, hints and just spoiler drops that the community has received from the elders, like the big fundraiser to fund Roots. We know that that's coming. That's going to be exciting. And when that thing goes live, you're not going to want to hear about it be from like secondhand. You don't want me telling you that. You want to be able to see that. So I think first step, we're going to have to see if we can uh, talk you into getting Discord back on your phone and and getting engaged that way. But when you talk about the uh, like what the game was when we were playing before and yeah, some of those decks that I, I had built when we did our play group in the fall, some of those decks did have some phase two cards, but they were contender decks. So they weren't the crazy stuff that phase two has offered to the game as a whole, because it was still within the uh, confines of a contender deck. So I know you haven't experienced that, but I will say that the new rule does feel like it opens up more decks are viable at the top. And there's a little bit more, um, I guess, randomness when you sit down and play. Now, a lot of decks that are being played right now is heavily influenced by GOC and Phase 2, especially with the rest of the Disciples, uh, the Resurrection. Matthew's still super popular for the card advantage, and why wouldn't he be? And there's people trying to figure out ways to mitigate that, going lower brigade counts or you know, packing herdsmen on the backside. So there is still some crazy drawing, if you will, but not to where, like, people are decking out turn one or coming close to that. And I think you'll find a healthy game state, and I think that's really cool because we've been talking about the game state and talking about new players and potential returning, you know, veteran players that have been away from the game. And I know that you don't fall into necessarily the category that we're targeting there because you haven't been away for that long. But I think just in the time that you have been away and when you come back, I think you'll find a much healthier game state, something that's more fun to go and create decks in because you don't feel like if you're not super aggressive in whatever deck you build, you're going to fall behind and you're going to lose the game in the deck building phase. Some decks that, you know, maybe was a step too slow in previous metas, you know, in the previous format before the one territory class rule, some of those decks get a little bit of a boost as the whole game slows down a little bit to where now that they're not so far outpaced to where they are a little bit more viable. So it's exciting to uh, to just know, like me on this end, that's involved with the game, to know that you're about to experience all of that and realize that the game is in a much healthier state when we start playing games. So I'm definitely, uh, you wrote me in the first time. You stepped away for a little bit. I'm roping you back in. Let's go. So, it, it it seems like that that with some of the changes that a lot of the time that it that is happening in a match is happening in the battle phase. Is that is that correct now? Because it, it it was like the prep phase was like the majority of a match was spent in that, and like a very short battle phase usually. I think that most of the games that I play. I have several turns where I don't even use a territory class card, uh, territory class enhancement. I'll use like an artifact to go and get something and then go into battle, maybe put down a site and get the instant value that it creates, you know, like a Golgotha, possibly an Egypt, depending on what you're playing, just something like that. But a lot of it's just, boom, just getting ready, going right into battle. And the pace of the turns is picked up a little bit to where you get a few more turns per game. And... I will say that it seems like on Lackey that 
players have picked up and started playing at a, a faster pace as just a general sense across multiple games. And then playing in person, there's still there's still a few people that I've I've played that are still thinking about things and not not slow playing by any means, but just going through all of their options and it feels like maybe it is hasn't picked up as quickly as like the more you know non paper version of the game through Lackey. But I think as we continue to progress and people get comfortable with the one territory class rule, that you'll start to see even in-person games picking up and, and being played at a faster pace, which is just fun because you don't feel like, okay, there's only going to be three turns. Somebody's going to win on turn three, so if I don't get a block, I've lost the game. Yeah. There's a lot more chance for interaction to where you have you have chances to be up against it and be able to pull yourself out of it without having to um, use like a three nails or a new beginning or something like that as a mass reset in order to feel like you have a chance to overcome something. Now there's more ebb and flow within the game to where, oh, it's not going good for me, but now it can break my way. Or it's going my way, but mm, now it just broke for the opponent and now I'm up against it. There's a lot more of the, I guess, the ups and downs of a game now versus before, after that turn one, whoever went turn one, you knew basically then who should win the game and who sh- who should lose, and you don't get that as much now. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, definitely going to be exciting for you. I can't wait to uh, to get into the games and and kind of uh, start doing some deck building. Maybe bring back some of those old decks you mentioned. So when are, when are we gonna play a game then? Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe we should live stream a game. Ooh, we can, first game we can back. always get fancy like Jaden. Yeah, first game back. Brad has returned. <laughs> Let's let's live stream it and show everybody <laughs> how much I forgot. <laughs> I will tell you, like, for for people that have not seen Brad play, and I'm not just saying this because uh I know you and, and you know we're we're pals or anything. Brad is probably the best player that no one knows about. That's how Chris describes you all the time. Chris Fashman. He's like, Brad's like the best player that no one even knows exists. <laughs> and now that sounds kind of harsh because he's like, no one knows you exist. But like as a player, think about the only time that I think like you were pushed out to the community was in that Lackey Grand Prix, that first one. And dude, you were at the, you were in the top four at the end of it. And I think you made it to the final. You beat Jaden and ma- made it to the final, right? Uh, yes, I got, he had a horrible draw, which propelled me into the, yeah, you, you can't – okay, you beat Jaden, okay, and Jaden was on a hot streak then. Jaden's always on a hot streak, um, except for maybe right now because Jay's just beat him at uh, – well, I don't know if he directly beat him, but Midwest uh, Regionals, Jay won that and not Jaden. So maybe he's not on the hottest streak right now, but you still beat Jaden, and then you played Josh, and that was live-streamed with commentary, I believe. and. I mean, you got outpaced in that game, I think. I think just the consistent card value that Josh had put you uh, up against it, and you weren't able to overcome that. But, I mean, coming in second in the first Lackey Grand Prix is the only time you've really played community-wide. And then other than that, it's just been local tournaments. So, I mean, maybe Chris is right. Maybe you're the best player that no one knows about, but maybe it's time for people to start knowing you, knowing your skills. So we're going to start right now, everybody. 
Mr. Uh, new co-host for the podcast, you got to start tagging him. Tag Brad. Just do it randomly all the time. Come to Nationals. Tag Brad. Come to Nationals. <laughs> tag him over and over. Send DMs. Got to get Brad to Nationals. You know, I, li- I like to think that I'm probably in the top 100, but I'm not sure. <laughs> if you're not, you're definitely 101. I'll take it. <laughs> 101 ain't bad. Yeah, 101's not bad. So, I guess before we uh, get ready to uh, wrap up this, you know, abbreviated episode, I would like to uh, say that Midwest Regionals that I have mentioned a couple of times in this episode now, there is content from that in that some of the rounds were recorded and live streamed, and that was done by Mr. Rob M. We haven't talked about him on the podcast lately, but that's because he's been investing into some other faith-based games on his channel and unfortunately we are still just a redemption podcast uh i'm not i can't i can't tackle being a podcast for multiple games so but i will shout out mr um rob m so you can go and check out some content from our gameplay from the midwest regionals and that's available also redemption with Jaden. now normally I tell you about the video that he put out the week before, and I'll tell you that he put out Pride Goes Before Destruction. It's him versus Jay, and Jay Jay shows out in this in this video. But not only that, fresh for the podcast this week is I'm going to give you a little bit of a teaser for the new Redemption with Jaden video because Jaden reached out to me and asked me if I had some ideas, and I'm just going to take that for it's okay for me to share and get the hype going for his video this week. So the video that he will be put out, putting out on Thursday, that's his scheduled day to put out videos. You know what day that is, Brad? Uh, that would be Star Wars Day. That would be Star Wars Day. That is right. May the 4th be with you. Let's go. And he is doing a video where he is trying to build a Star Wars-themed deck. Best you can within the confines of Redemption. There's not a lot there, but obviously storehouse guaranteed goes in because duh. And then I mentioned, I mentioned that he could use hope in the deck. I don't know if he ended up doing that, but hope as in a new hope, which was the name of the first film. And then he mentioned maybe using green and blue heroes to represent the good side. So he's building a deck for that. And he's going to be playing against, I believe Zach, I believe that's who who he mentioned that he was playing against. So, he didn't tell me I could share this. I'm just choosing to do that. I feel like I can get creative reign here. We're unsponsored technically at the moment. Technically sponsored by Covenant Games in the long run, but technically right now. So we can't make our sponsors mad in the in the moment. So I think we're good here. We're free. Even if we're we uh, step outside of the, the boundaries here. But I'm definitely looking forward to that video. So I just uh, actually went on YouTube and like I haven't seen one of Jaden's videos in a while. But um, I was looking at his intro. I was like, dang, he has upgraded his intro. That's good. Yeah. You, you've you missed so much. Like, I didn't oh, even my know sweet that, summer child. I didn't even know that uh, Jay was a classic champion until you said it a little while ago. That's pretty cool. Well, well, Jay, Jay was the one that won the Type 1 event at Mr. Classic. The actual classic event for Mr. Classic for the title belt. You know who won that, don't you? Come on now. No, I don't. I, Mr. Skinny Man himself, Jaden. Uh, okay, nice. And the belt, the belt will, the belt will hold up around him. So wait, what? Um, what, what I, although, I, 
there was a classic type one event too. Yeah, there was a basically. I think it it built itself out to be like a a district level tournament, and there was events that featured classic cards. So we ended up doing booster draft of all classic cards, but then there was a type one event for like a district. Everybody could play classic, or you could play whatever you wanted to. A lot of people played mostly rotation cards, but Jay ended up winning that. Okay. And that was on the the Saturday, but that Friday night was when we did the Mr. Classic to find out out of the top eight players who was Mr. Classic, and that was Mr. Jaden Austed himself. Sweet. I had no doubt. Yeah. See, there's so much that, like, it, it's going to be a, a little bit of an adjustment for both of us because you're you're taking all this information in, but I'm also operating with a certain expectation that you know some of this stuff, even though you don't, <laughs> just because that's just kind of how I'm I'm wired, I guess, just to assume people are keeping up with it as much as I am, um, which clearly isn't the case since you have, you know, gone against Discord and turned the notifications and stuff off. I tell you what, when I had Discord, I was up to date. I, was, I wasn't on every channel, but all the main channels, I was getting all the notifications. <laughs> But man, I just like I went complete cold turkey on it. Yeah, you went dark. I went dark, dark rogue agent quick. But I do have also the results from Jay. I believe he also shared them on Discord already, but I'll go over those for the Midwest regional. And this I believe is the first regional of the year. So they are the first group of people, the ones that attended this tournament, to get the new regional promo. Which you don't, you probably don't know this, Brad, but the new regional promo. Spoil it for me. Is Magic Charms reprint? Ooh, is it the same, like word for word? No, no, <laughs> it's a, it's a actual re, reworded the ability, completely different wording on the ability, not as potent, not as strong as the other one. Some people were highly disappointed by that, but it's hard to expect with the way the game is working towards the new player experience and simplifying things and making things more balanced that they were going to bring magic charms the way it was into the new, the new world. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Anyway. So for the Midwest region tournament, we had the seal category, which is starter decks and two booster packs. And then you build, you build your deck out of that. These are mostly the backbone of the starter decks. And coming in first, there was Mr. Allstead. That's Jaden Allstead, who, was able to make it there. Another person that traveled a long way to the tournament, Mr. Rob M. himself, came in second. And Noah Wagonacht, I believe is how you say the last name. I'm sorry if I butchered that, but he came in third. In the teens category, Andy Fish and Brandon Swango came in first. And Andy Fish, if you're not familiar with that name, you should be. That is the new owner of Your Turn Games. Super awesome guy and his buddy, Brendan Swango. They came in first. Second was Jaden Allstead and Noah. And then in third was Rob M. and his son. So they came in third there. They uh, affectionately named their team, Team Bob Ross. So <laughs> there was only happy mistakes. <laughs> or happy accidents. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, that's what it's that's what it is. Man, I I bombed his catchphrase. <sighs> He's turning over in the grave. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, type one 
Type 1 was won by Jay Chambers. Jaden Allstead came in second. And Chris Hill came in third. In Type 2, Jay Chambers came in first. <laughs> A lot of Jay Chambers first here in the, ma- the main Type 1, Type 2 categories lately. Jaden Allstead came in second. And James Courtney came in third. In booster draft, Chris Hill came in first. Jeremiah Colleen came in second. And Caden LaFountain came in third. That is the results for the Midwest Regional Tournament. I know also the South Central Regional Tournament happened same weekend. So I guess when I mentioned them being the first group of players to get the Magic Charms promo, you also have players in Texas and the surrounding areas that had a chance to get that by going to their tournament. Unfortunately, I don't have those results to share, but those guys, uh, from all the reports, had a great time. I know that Edgar the Wise mentioned how generous people were when they showed up. There was a bunch of pictures shared by Mr. Miyota. So if you want to uh, you know, see some of that, you can go and look on the Discord channel. You know, You'd have to download the Discord app again, Brad, but... <laughs> you can go and uh, see that. You can see Mr. Terry Markoff, the oldest active redemption player. He was he was featured there, spotlighted by Mr. Miyota. So that's pretty cool. So definitely a lot of good things to be looking forward to in the game. I know that this kind of was just a scattered episode. I wanted to put something out, but I didn't get a chance to come up with some great topic for us to talk about. I definitely wanted to share some of the What I think is really good news for the podcast moving forward is that now we've brought Brad back into the fold and hopefully he can be on a lot more frequently and help me not be so boring. I feel like we have good back and forth camaraderie when we're recording and it kind of makes it more fun to record for sure. Hopefully you guys find it more fun to listen to when we're uh, going down our rabbit trails and things. Fun for us if nobody else. Yeah. I can't imagine that it's more like people are like, nah, go back to that. Go back to where it's mostly just you reading off the, the recent news and then going into the uh, interview. <laughs> and that's another thing to where I've cut out a lot of the episodes that have more than one guest because the recording software that we currently use to produce the podcast for the remote guest and things, I feel like the quality is is not as good when you have multiple people on. I feel like it drops the quality of the audio recording. And so that's another reason to look to upgrade in that area for the podcast and where the sponsorship is is so uh, impactful for us to to have, you know, the backing of Covenant Games to, to sponsor and make sure that the podcast is able to at least look into potentially upgrading that service. And, and maybe in the future we can have more multiple guests. You know, maybe we'll go crazy I haven't ran this by anyone, but if we get Brad with good audio set up, I've even thought about maybe like once a month trying to do like a live stream type thing on my YouTube channel to where we could do like, we could feature different, multiple different guests and do this separate from the podcast. So you'd still have like the weekly podcast and maybe like once a month or just once a a blue moon, uh, use one of those uh, old country sayings from around here (laughs) once in a blue moon, um, have just kind of a live stream event to where we let people from the community come on. We could even do like call-ins and just live stream that and talk about whatever, let you guys pose questions or whatever and dictate the topics. 
if there's interest in doing that. But all of that would be predicated on getting a better service to record when people are remote. So that's uh, that's part of the, the potential payout for doing an upgrade on that. Something cool like that could happen. But yeah. Maybe some uh, people can call in some Bible trivia for you or something. Yeah. <laughs> Catch me slipping. <laughs> who, who built the ark? Moses. I do, I, <laughs> I do know about Ish Benabob Spear now or whatever it is. <laughs> There's a lot of random facts we know now just because of redemption. Yes. Absolutely. Like I know him. I would say that I am super stoked about the, the future direction of the podcast here. And I think it's going to continue to grow and hopefully we can continue to branch out and have some more brand new guests. If I'm not feeling the burden of scheduling a guest for every single weekly episode, maybe I can put more efforts into scheduling somebody that hasn't been on before for a super special episode, kind of like we did with Josiah before. I know that we mentioned on that episode, possibly getting his brother to come on Jerome. And I think that would be really cool to have that episode. I mean, we've still got to get people like Justin Allstead, the Guardian himself, on the podcast. Maybe we can rope Marcus into coming on, talking about the exciting world of redemption rulings. Just a lot of lot of things that I can potentially focus my efforts on trying to schedule or coerce people into that uh, down the road if I'm not having to do feel the burden of getting someone on for every single episode each week. So I think that's going to help. Brad, I know you're excited to be back. Hopefully the people are excited to have you back. I know him. He mentioned before that you've got the uh, this nice just southern drawl that is easy to listen to. So I'm sure he's he's glad to have you back on the podcast. So just all good things, I think. I think things are coming up great for the podcast right now. You know, the options are limitless. They really are. I mean, and if you guys – this is another thing that I, I've wanted to do for a while, and I just – I wanted to get to this point to where I set a solid baseline and now with Brad in the fold and not feeling the burden of every episode having to be something big. And that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm trying to give you guys filler content. It's just, just imagine every week if you feel like you have to go out and schedule someone to talk about whatever subject you have. And then you have to find someone that matches that subject and talks about it from a position of, like they know a lot about it and they're passionate about it enough to come on a podcast and talk about it. Well, there's some, some of those topics that are simple, like consistency cards. Now that we're in one territory class, who's going to talk about that? Sure. I could get Josh Potras to come on. I could have John early come on or Jaden. You guys hear from them all the time about other things on the podcast. And I'd like to save those guys for some of those bigger topics in the competitive scene. But to have like me and Brad talk about consistency cards in one territory class, just from things that we see in our own deck building and things, that's going to be so much better. I know I'm rant, rambling and just saying it over and over. I'm super excited. I hope you guys can get that I'm excited about it um, and that that comes through. But I'll quit talking about it now. Want to welcome Brad officially to the uh, the podcast in the role of co-host. And again, we are going to re up our sponsorship with. Covenant Games, whenever uh, I do a little bit more research and make a decision on a recording service or whatnot and, and talk to talk to Mr. Early about that. So I want to thank John for making sure that the podcast has some backing so that it can continue to produce episodes for the community. And 
I think I'm good to sign off there. You got anything you want to leave the people with, Brad? I'll make a promise to the people. <laughs> I'll have to play some games so that we can have some content worth listening to. <laughs> there you go. I thought you were going to promise the people you were going to beat Jeremy no. at Alabama State Tournament. No. Anybody that has a J name, I don't know that I have much of a shot. Hey, you have a J name, sir. This is true. That's for another episode. A lot of people don't know that, but <laughs> yeah. So if you get good, you can reveal that you have a J name. If you don't get good, you just, <laughs> just my name's Brad. Just Brad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Brad, I'll, and the just isn't part of the name. <laughs> if I win a regionals or higher, I will bring out the J name. Okay, my there official we go. name. All right, I'm, I'm gonna hold you to that now. That means I have to attend the regionals. Hey, I'll kidnap you if we have to. You just gotta, you just gotta let me know. Most people have a safe word, you know, if something goes wrong. We need to have an opposite of a safe word. We need to have a word to make things go wrong so you get kidnapped. You know? I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, well, I guess we'll sign off here and leave it leave it with the people till next week and we'll be we'll be more prepared next week and have a script. Absolutely. Or not a script, but an outline. We're bringing the the hype train for next week. Yep, hype train. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Peace. Peace. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode of the Threshing Floor Podcast. want to uh, thank you for listening along. Hopefully, you guys are excited about the future direction of the podcast here, bringing Brad back aboard as the official co-host and, you know, some of the benefits that we're going to gain from that also re-upping the sponsorship with covenant Games, so that the next year's worth of service fees if you will for the podcast are covered want to thank john for doing that and want to thank you guys as always for listening thank brad for being willing to come and help me out here on the podcast i'm really excited about the future direction of the podcast hopefully you are too and we'll catch you out next week peace